what occurs on page 71 of the Saudi print whatever that point is obviously the continuation of the third point that the author rahimahullah said وقال عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه لا أذر لأحد في ضلالة ركبها حسبها هدى ولا في هدى تركه حسبه ضلالة فقد بينت الأمور وثبتت الحجة وانقطع الأذر جزاك الله خيرا that occurs here, the, the author of the Imam al-Barrahari, rahimahullah, he said, and Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiallahu anhu, said, or as occurs here, rahimahullah, he said, there is no excuse for anyone going astray, thinking that he is upon guidance, nor for abandoning guidance, thinking it to be misguidance since the affairs have been made clear the proof has been established and the excuse has been cut off Sheikh Fawzan said oh, before continuing with the explanation they mention a footnote here where this narration from Umar anhu occurs they mention in the footnote it is reported by Abu Yusuf in the book Al-Kharaj and Ibn Shabba in the Tariq of Al-Madina and Ibn Batta in Al-Ibana and a number of others Ibn Hazm in Al-Ihkam and others through different chains of narration from Umar radiallahu anhu with it and it is also reported they say by Abu Nu'aym in his book Hilyatul Awliya from Umar Ibn, Umar ibn Abdulaziz rahimahullah the famous Khalifa as his saying. In the checking of Sheikh Khalid al-Radadi, he mentions with regard to this report that it is reported by Ibn Batta in Al-Ibana al-Kubra by way of Al-Awza'i, the famous Imam Al-Awza'i, that he said that it reached him that Umar ibn al-Khattab said, said this saying. Obviously Imam Al-Awza'i did not reach him, Umar radiallahu anhu. So he said, but this statement reached me from him. So therefore the checker Khalid al-Radadi said, therefore its chain of narration is disconnected. There's a break in between in the chain of narration. Then he said, it is also reported by al-Marwazi in his book As-Sunnah as a statement of Umar ibn Abdulaziz, the famous Khalifa, Umar ibn Abdulaziz, that he said, لا أذر لأحد بعد السنه في ضلالة ركبه يحسب أنها هدى that he said, there is no excuse for anyone after the sunnah to be upon misguidance, thinking that it is guidance. The verifier of the book, As Sunnah, Salim al Hilali, he said, it is authentic in its chain of narration, authentic as the statement of Umar ibn Abdulaziz. Then, with regard to the explanation of this point, then Sheikh Fawzan, Hafizullah, he said, Alhamdulillah. The saying of Umar radiallahu anhu la udhra li ahadin there is no excuse for anyone Sheikh Fawzan said because Allah has made the truth clear 
and he has clarified it in detail in the Quran and in the Sunnah. So there is no excuse for anyone, therefore, to be upon misguidance. Because it is he who has fallen short. He is therefore this person, he has fallen short. He has done taqsir, he has fallen short of what he should, have, should be doing. Since he did not seek after the truth, and he did not ask the people of knowledge. So the misguidance has come about on account of him, himself. So he is, is the one who has fallen short of what is required. He's saying, Hasibaha hudan, thinking it to be guidance. There's no excuse for anyone being upon misguidance. Thinking that it is guidance, Sheikh Farzan said. This clarifies that van, supposing, assuming, or thinking, supposing something to be the case, just assuming it to be the case, thinking wrongly that it is the case, this will not suffice with regard to the truth at all. Meaning that something's the truth now, well, I think it's the truth, I suppose it must be the truth, I assume it's, that's not good enough. It's not good enough that you think or assume or suppose. Sheikh said, Allah, the Majestic and Most High, says, وَإِنَّهُمْ لَيَصُدُّونَهُمْ عَنِ السَّبِيلِ وَيَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ مُهْتَدُونَ وَيَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ مُهْتَدُونَ Surah Al-Zukhruf, the 43rd Surah, Ayah 37, with the explanation. And the devils hinder them from the true path. And they, the people of shirk, they think that they are upon right guidance. So the devils, they hinder the people, they hinder people who follow them away, they hinder them from the true path. And they, the people of shirk who follow them, think that they are rightly guided. Sheikh Fazan said, so there, what they consider will not justify and excuse them. So they have no excuse. For they did not refer back to the book and the sunnah in order to become aware of the truth and distinguish it from falsehood. Rather, they just followed their desires. And they think that they are guided. Same end, end of the same ayah. They think that they are guided. The Shaykh said, so these people here, even though Allah has judged that they are guilty of disbelief and misguidance, in the fact, they thought they were guided, but even so, Allah gave the judgment about them that they are disbelievers and misguided, even though they themselves thought they were upon guidance. The Sheikh said, So a person's merely thinking that he is upon the truth does not become an excuse for him unless nothing from the divinely sent revelation which was sent down to the messenger reaches him. I mean, this is the only case where it will be an excuse. He thinks it's upon guidance, but it's misguidance. That will not be an excuse at all, except in this case here, where truly nothing from the divinely, divinely sent revelation, which has been sent down to the messengers, reaches him. It doesn't reach him. Since what is obligatory upon him 
is to refer back to the book and the sunnah and not just that he remains upon what he thinks and what he considers and upon, upon what other people say to him that it is the truth this is not an excuse then Shaykh Fawzan said and there occurs in the other ayah إِنَّهُمُ اتَّخَذُوا الشَّيَاطِينَ أَوْلِيَاءَ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ وَيَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ مُحْتَدُونَ Surah Al-A'raf, the 7th Surah, Ayah 30, with the explanation. They took the devils as allies besides Allah and they think that they are rightly guided. Shaykh Fazan said, so look how they took devils from mankind and from the jinn as their allies besides Allah. And they follow them, and yet they think that they are rightly guided. So, do the devils wish good for you? Of course not. He said, He the Most High said, وَمَنْ يَعْشُوا عَنْ ذِكْرِ الرَّحْمَانِ نُقَيِّدُ لَهُ شَيْطَانًا فَهُوَ لَهُ قَرِينَ Surah Zukhruf, the 43rd Surah, I 36, with the explanation. And whoever turns away from the remembrance of the most merciful, then we will appoint for him a devil. So he will be his companion. He said, Look at his saying. The same ayah, is stressing the point. Look here what is what being mentioned. That whoever turns away from the remembrance of the most merciful, what is the result? We will appoint for him a devil. Sheikh said, This is his punishment. Obviously, the devils, as the Sheikh is answering the question here, the devils do not wish good for you. If the devil is your companion, he will not be wishing good for you. He will not be urging you upon guidance at all. The Sheikh continued with the ayah, Fahuwa lahu qareen wa innahum. The continuation of the ayah, he will be his companion, and they. The Shaykh said, mean the devils. And this is where the Shaykh began. He, gave, he, he started off giving this last part of the ayah, and then he gave the initial part. What leads up to this? And now he read the first part that he, he quoted again. The explanation, they, the devils, they block them away from the path the true path and yet still they think that they are rightly guided those people who follow them they think they are rightly guided the Sheikh said the followers think that they are rightly guided so that does not benefit them at all and there is no excuse for them in that because the call of the messengers reached them but they did not accept it then Sheikh Fazan said rather excuse can only be with regard to matters of ijtihad matters where there's room for scholars to make personal deduction <coughs> that's the only case where there can be excuse things where ijtihad is permissible that a person performs ijtihad personal scholarly striving he strives in accordance to his ability and his capability and his capability to research to the extent that he thinks that he is then upon the truth then he is excused in the like of those matters. What's the evidence for that? He said, his saying, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Idhaj Tahadam 
الحاكم فأصاب فله أجران وإن اجتهد فأخطأ فله أجر واحد saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if a judge strives then he will receive two rewards and if he strives and is in error then there is one reward for him the hadith as I mentioned being reported by al-Bukhari in his sahih as hadith 7352 and Muslim in his sahih as hadith 1716 as a hadith of Amr ibn al-As and also a hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu Shaykh said this is with regard to matters of ijtihad I mean, where, where will there be an excuse for a person if he's upon something that's wrong in matters of ijtihad here As for matters which are tawqifiyya as for matters which are tawqifiyya which are dependent upon a direct text and they are the matters of aqidah creed and belief And the Shaykh said, this is with regard to matters of ijtihad. As for matters which are tawqifiyya, depend upon a direct text. And that is the matters of aqidah, creed and belief. Then no one has the right to do ijtihad in those matters. To delve into them with personal deduction. Rather what is obligatory is to follow the evidence. There is no scope for ijtihad for deduction, personal deductions in the matter of creed and belief. He's saying, nor with regard to, or nor for abandoning guidance, no excuse for abandoning guidance, thinking it to be misguidance. Sheikh Fazan said, 
the matter is not left up to what the person considers himself and thinks so that he adopts misguidance thinking it to be guidance or that he abandons the truth thinking it to be misguidance what he thinks and considers here will not excuse and justify him because guidance and misguidance they have both been made clear by Allah in the Quran and they have been made clear by the Messenger وسلم, in the Sunnah and the Salaf have explained these two guidance and misguidance in their, li- in their lives and their creeds so the truth is clear and all praise is for Allah and from the mercy of Allah is that the truth is clear in the book and the sunnah and the way of the Salaf al-Sarih the pious predecessors there's no obscurity and confusion about it as occurred for the previous nations when the time became prolonged for them and the truth became confused for them and the books became distorted and changed but as for this nation then the truth remains clear and the book and the sunnah are both preserved from distortion and change so therefore there is no excuse for anyone in this case then Shah Fawzan said he's saying for the affairs have been made clear the Sheikh said yes the affairs have indeed been made clear however it needs research and study and if that is clear but you need to study you need to research to, to arrive at that clarity he said however it needs research and study that the person learns and acquires knowledge and takes knowledge from the people of knowledge he does not take knowledge from himself or from his like from the ignorant people or from those false claimants to knowledge or just from the books rather he takes the knowledge from its people because this knowledge should be taken from the ulama from the people of knowledge the scholars so knowledge is gained by taking it correctly not just by taking it out of books the books are indeed tools for research but they are to be explained by the ulama by the scholars and as for reaching the truth then it is taken from the people of knowledge and narrated from them the later generations from the earlier ones I mean knowledge is passed on the early generation passes it to the next the people of the scholars of the early generation pass it to the next generation to the next generation he said he's saying and the proof is confirmed and the excuse has been cut off Sheikh Fazan said no one has an excuse so this religion has been preserved by Allah from distortion and from being changed and the truth has become clear there's no confusion about it contrary to the case with the earlier nations for when the time became prolonged for them then they distorted and changed their books and they altered them so therefore the truth became confused and disappeared 
And just finally, on about the where Sheikh Fawzan ends this, this point of explanation, and that's where we'll leave uh, the explanation of Sheikh Fawzan till next time, inshallah. But just as a further point here, quickly from the explanation of Sheikh Ahmad al Najbi on this same point. And his explanation, Rahimahullah, he said, the author, Rahimahullah, he said, Umar ibn al Khattab, radiallahu anhu, said, There is no excuse for anyone to be upon misguidance. Which he is upon thinking it to be guidance, nor for him to abandon guidance, thinking it to be misguidance. Because the affairs have been made clear, and the proof has been established, and the excuse has been cut off. Sheikh Ahmad, rahimahullah, he said, This is tremendous speech, which came from a tremendous man. That man who was the second Khalifa, Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiallahu anhu. And this necessitates that whoever puts himself upon misguidance, thinking it to be guidance, or who abandons guidance, thinking it to be misguidance, then there will be no excuse for him with Allah. Since this will not be done except by a person who has fallen short of searching for the truth in the book and the sunnah. So therefore, there will be no excuse for him. And therefore he said, Because the affairs have been made clear. Meaning, been made clear in the book of Allah and in the sunnah of Allah's Messenger وسلم, and in action of the companions. And the proof has indeed been made, uh, the proof has indeed been established upon the people. As is shown by his saying, He the Perfect and Most High, the fourth surah I 165 the explanation so that there should not remain any argument with the people or the people should not have any argument left with Allah after the sending of the messengers Sheikh Fazan said so there is no excuse for a person who innovates in the religion or who goes astray or is ignorant of the rulings after Allah has made them clear and has made them very clear upon the tongue of his messenger with what he sent by revelation to him from the, in the book and the sunnah Alhamdulillah wa sallallahu ala muhammad we'll continue the next time inshallah wa rafiqum wa subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik